Hare Krishna, dear devotees, <clears throat> welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, <clears throat> right here in the live studios in Hyde, Kent, Southeast England, just next to the English Channel. And Hyde is otherwise known as Haven. So we've created a little haven here in which the transcendental sound is prominent and dominant. Welcome for all of you who haven't uh, been with us before uh, and especially welcome to all of the old-timers, so to speak, the regulars who we have developed deep loving affection spiritually for. <clears throat> so on to the work. The show must go on. From Sri Krishna Lila Stava, Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram, sets the table, sets the atmosphere. Srila uh, Sanatana Goswami glorifying the Srimad Bhagavatam. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprida O Nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dvandodita Aditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita, O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema Varshakshadayate, Sarvada Sarvasevyaya, Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguru Man Mahadana Manistadaka Mad Bhagya Mad Anandana Mostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin adini chochata kada hanamun chagadachin mam premna ritkanda yokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So here we are <clears throat> We're in the first canto, first chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam, questions by the sages. 
And we've just heard the invocation verses, the authorized and deep uh, definition of the Absolute Truth uh, and how it is the personality of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, and how uh, all cheating religion has been kicked out of this Srimad Bhagavatam and it is fully transcendental and capable of awakening one's relationship with Krishna by itself. And then we've heard how um, the essence of it is rasa. The essence of it is a taste that we get from hearing about uh, Sri Krishna and his eternal associates and all the great devotees who have worshipped him uh, since the beginning of the universe. Now we've reached the fourth text in which uh, the introduction to the Bhagavatam is going to begin. The first canto is a, is a description, historical description of how uh, Shukadeva Goswami came to sit on the back of the, uh, or, or, or to, to sit with um, Prikshit Maharaj on the bank of the Ganges and recite the Srimad Bhagavatam. Text 4. Mm. Now I'm not going to chant the Sanskrit of all the verses, but I am going to chant the Sanskrit of the main verses, the ones that Prabhupada uh, quoted most in his preaching. So here we are. Questions by the sages, text 4. <clears throat> Once, in a holy place, in the forest of Naimisharanya, great sages, headed by the sage Shaunaka, assembled to perform a great thousand-year sacrifice for the satisfaction of the Lord and his devotees. Purport. The prelude of the Srimad Bhagavatam was spoken in the previous three shlokas. Now the main topic of this great literature is being presented. Srimad Bhagavatam, after its first recitation by Srila Shukadev Goswami, was repeated for the second time at Naimisharanya. In the Vaivya Tantra, it is said that Brahma, the engineer of this particular universe, con contemplated a great wheel which could enclose the universe. The hub of this great circle was fixed at a particular place known as Naimisharanya. Similarly, there is another reference to the forest of Naimisharanya in the Varaha Purana, where it is stated that by performance of sacrifice at this place, the strength of demoniac people is curtailed. Thus, Brahmanas prefer Naimisharanya for such sacral, sacrificial performances. The devotees of Lord Vishnu offer all kinds of sacrifices for his pleasure. The devotees are always attached to the service of the Lord, whereas fallen souls are attached to the pleasures 
of material existence. In the Bhagavad Gita it is said that anything performed in the material world for any reason other than for the pleasure of Lord Vishnu causes further bondage for the performer. It is enjoined, therefore, that all acts must be performed sacrificially for the satisfaction of Vishnu and his devotees. This will bring everyone peace and prosperity. The great sages are always anxious to, good, to do good to the people in general. And as such, the sages headed by Shonaka and others assembled at this holy place of Naimisharanya with a great program of performing a great and continuous chain of sacrificial ceremonies. Forgetful men do not know the right path for peace and prosperity. However, the sages know it well, and therefore for the good of all men, they, were, they, were, they are always anxious to perform acts which may bring about peace in the world. They are sincere friends to all living entities and at the risk of great personal inconvenience they are always engaged in the service of the Lord for the good of all people. Lord Vishnu is just like a great tree and all others, including the demigods, men, siddhas, charanas, vidyadharas and other living entities are like branches, twigs and leaves of that tree. By pouring water on the root of the tree, all the parts of the tree are automatically nourished. Only those branches and leaves which are detached cannot be so satisfied. Detached branches and leaves dry up gradually despite all watering attempts. Similarly, human society, when it is detached from the personality of Godhead, like detached branches and leaves, is not capable of being watered, and one attempting to do so is simply wasting this energy and resources. The modern materialistic society is detached from its relation to the Supreme Lord, and all its plans, which are being made by atheistic leaders, are sure to be baffled at every step yet they do not wake up to this. In this age, the congregational chanting of the holy names of the Lord is the prescribed method for waking up. The, the ways and means are most scientifically, present, scientifically presented by Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and intelligent persons may take advantage of his teachings in order to bring about real peace and prosperity. Srimad Bhagavatam is also presented for the same purpose and this will be explained more specifically in the later in the text. Text 5 One day, after finishing, finishing their morning duties by burning a sacrificial fire and offering a great a seat of esteem to Srila Sutta Goswami, the great sages made inquiries with great respect about the following matters. Purport mm. 
<clears throat> morning is the best time to hold spiritual services. The great sages offered the speaker of the Bhagavatam an elevated seat of respect called the Vyasasan or the seat of Sri Vyasadeva. <clears throat> Sri Vyasadeva is the original spiritual preceptor for all men and all other preceptors are considered to be his representatives. A representative is one who can exactly present the viewpoint of Sri Vyasadeva. Sri Vyasadeva impregnated the message of the Bhagavatam unto Srila Shukadeva Goswami and Sri Sutta Goswami heard it from him, Sri Shukadeva Goswami. All bona fide representatives of Sri Vyasadeva in the chain of disciplic succession are to be understood to be Goswamis. These Goswamis restrain all their senses and they stick to the path made by the previous Acharyas. The Goswamis do not deliver lectures on the Bhagavatam capriciously. Rather, they execute their services most carefully following their predecessors who delivered the, the spiritual message unbroken to them. Those who listen to the Bhagavatam may put questions to the speaker in order to elicit the clear meaning, but this should not be done in a challenging spirit. One must submit questions with great regard for the speaker and the subject matter. This is also the way recommended in the Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> One must learn the transcendental subject by submissive oral reception from the right sources. Therefore, these sages address the speaker, Sutta Goswami, with great respect. Text 6 The sages said, Respected Sutta Goswami, you are completely free from all vice. You are well versed in all the scriptures famous for religious life and in the Puranas and the histories as well, for you have gone through them under proper guidance and have also explained them. Purport A Goswami or the bona fide representative of Sri Vyasadeva must be free from all kinds of vices. The four major vices are 1. Illicit connection with women 2. Animal slaughter 3. Intoxication 4. Speculative gambling of all sorts A, Gos a Goswami must be free from all these vices before he can dare sit on the Vyasasan. No one should be allowed to sit on the Vyasasan who is not spotless in character and who is not freed from the above-mentioned vices. He should not only be freed from all such vices, but must also be well-versed in all, the re all revealed scriptures or the Vedas. The Puranas are also parts of the Vedas and histories like the Mahabharata or Ramayana are also parts of the Vedas. The Acharya or the Goswami must be well acquainted with all these literatures. To hear and explain them 
is more important than reading them. Shall I repeat that? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. To hear and explain them is more important than reading them. One can assimilate the knowledge of the revealed scriptures only by hearing and explaining. Hearing is called Shravana and explaining is called Kirtana. The two processes of Shravana and Kirtana are of primary importance to progressive spiritual life. Only one who has properly grasped the transcendental knowledge from the right source by submissive hearing can properly explain the subject. Text 7 Being the eldest learned Vedantists, O Sutta Goswami, you are acquainted with the knowledge of Vyasadeva, who is the incarnation of Godhead, and you, you also know other sages who are fully versed in all kinds of physical and metaphysical knowledge. Purport Srimad Bhagavatam is a natural commentation on the Brahma Sutra or the Badarayani Vedanta Sutras. It is called natural because Vyasadeva is author of both the Vedanta Sutras and Srimad Bhagavatam or the essence of all Vedic literatures. Besides Vyasadeva, there are other sages who are the authors of six different philosophical systems, namely Gotama, Kannada, Kapila, Patanjali, Jaimini, and Ashtavakra. Theism is explained completely in the Vedanta Sutra, whereas in other systems of philosophical speculations, practically no mention is given to the ultimate cause of all causes. One can sit on the Vyasasan only after being conversant in all systems of philosophy so that one can present fully the theistic views of the Bhagavatam in defiance of all other systems. Srila Sutta Goswami was the proper teacher and therefore the sages at Naimi Sharanya elevated him to the Vyasasan. Srila Vyasadeva Vyasadev is designated herein as the Personality of Godhead because he is the authorized, empowered incarnation. Text 8 Vetatvam samyatat sarvam tatpatas tadanugrahad bruyu snigdasya shishasya guravo guyamapyuta And because you are submissive, your spiritual masters have endowed you with all the favors bestowed upon a gentle disciple. Therefore, you can tell us all that you have scientifically learned from them. PURPORT The secret of success in spiritual life is in satisfying the spiritual master and thereby, and thereby getting his sincere blessings. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has sung in his famous eight stanzas on the spiritual master as follows. 
I offer my respectful obeisances unto the lotus feet of my spiritual master. Only by his satisfaction can one please the personality of Godhead. And when he is dissatisfied, there is only havoc on the path of spiritual realization. It is essential, therefore, that a disciple be very much obedient and submissive to the bona fide spiritual master. Srila Sutta Goswami fulfilled all these qualifications as a disciple, and therefore he was endowed with all favors by his learned and self-realized spiritual masters, such as Srila Vyasadeva and others. The sages of Naimisharanya were confident that Srila Sutta Goswami was bona fide. Therefore, they were anxious to hear from him. Text 9 Please, therefore, being blessed with many years, explain to us in an easily understandable way what you have ascertained to be the absolute and ultimate good for the people in general. Purport in the Bhagavad-gītā, worship of the Acharya is recommended. The Acharyas and Goswamis are always absorbed in thought of the well-being of the general public, especially their spiritual well-being. Spiritual well-being is automatically followed by material well-being. The Acharyas therefore give directions in spiritual well-being for people in general foreseeing the incompetencies of the people in this age of Kali or the Iron Age of Coral, the sages requested that Sutta Goswami give a summary of all revealed scriptures because the people of this age are condemned in every respect. The sages therefore inquired of the absolute good, which is the ultimate good for the people. The condemned state of affairs of the people of this age is described as follows. Prayanal payushak sabya kalavasmin gudye janaha mandak sumandamatayo mandabhagya yupadrutaha O learned one, in this Iron Age of Kali, men, men almost always have but short lives. They are quarrelsome, lazy, misguided, unlucky, and above all, always disturbed. Purport The devotees of the Lord are always anxious for the spiritual improvement of the general public. When the sages of thy... <clears throat> when the sages of Naimisharanya analyzed the state of affairs of the people in this age of, age of Kali. They foresaw that men would live short lives. In Kali Yuga, the duration of life is shortened not so much because of insufficient food, but because of irregular habits. By keeping regular habits and eating simple food, any man can maintain his health. Overeating, over-sense gratification, over-dependence 
on another's mercy, and artificial standards of living sap the very vitality of human energy. Therefore, the duration of life is shortened. The people of this age are also very lazy, not only materially, but in the matter of self-realization. The human life is especially meant for self-realization. That is to say, man should come to know what he is, what the world is, and what the supreme truth is. Human life is a means by which the living entity can end all the miseries of the hard struggle for life in material existence and by which he can return to Godhead, his eternal home. But due to a bad system of education, men have no desire for self-realization. Even if they come to know about it, they unfortunately become victims of misguided teachers. In this age, men are victims not only of different political creeds and parties, but also of many different types of sense gratificatory diversions, such as cinemas, sports, gambling, clubs, mundane libraries, bad association, smoking, drinking, cheating, pilfering, bickerings, and so on. Their minds are always disturbed and full of anxieties due to so many different engagements. In this age, many unscrupulous men manufacture their own religious faiths, which are not based on any revealed scriptures, and very often people who are addicted to sense gratification are attracted by such institutions. Consequently, in the name of religion, so many sinful acts are being carried on that the people in general have neither peace of mind nor health of body. The student brahmachari, the student brahmachari communities are no longer being maintained and householders do not observe the rules and regulations of the grihastha ashram. Consequently, the so-called vanaprastas and sannyasis who come out of such grihastha ashrams are easily deviated from the rigid path. In the Kali Yuga, the whole atmosphere in the Kali Yuga, the whole atmosphere is surcharged with faithlessness. Men are no longer interested in spiritual values. Material sense gratification is now the standard of sense of, of civilization. For the maintenance of such material civilizations, man has formed complex nations and communities, and there is a constant strain of hot and cold wars between these different groups. It has become very difficult, therefore, to raise the spiritual standard due to the present distorted values of human society. The sages of Naimisharanya are anxious to disentangle all fallen souls, and here they are seeking the remedy from Srila Sutta Goswami, Hare Krishna, classic Srila Prabhupada.
text 11. Burin buri karmani shotavyani vibhagashaha atak sadhu trajat sadang samudritya manishaya bruhi badraya bhutanam yenatma supersedati. There are many varieties of scriptures, and in all of them there are many prescribed duties which can be learned only after many years of study in their various divisions. Therefore, O sage, please select the essence of all these scriptures and explain it for the good of all living beings, so that by such instruction their hearts may be fully satisfied. Purport <clears throat> Atma, or self, is distinguished from matter and material elements. <clears throat> it is spiritual in constitution and thus it is never satisfied by any amount of material planning. All scriptures and spiritual instructions are meant for the satisfaction of this self or Atma. There are many varieties of approaches which are recommended for different types of living beings in different times, in different places. Consequently, the numbers of revealed scriptures are innumerable. There are different methods and prescribed duties recommended in these various scriptures. Taking into consideration the fallen condition of the people in general in this age of Kali, the sages of, the sages of Naimisharanya suggested that Sri Sutta Goswami relate the essence of all such scriptures because in this age it is not possible for the fallen souls to understand and undergo all the lessons of all these various scriptures in the Varna and Ashrama system. The Varna and Ashram society was considered to be the best institution for lifting the human being to the spiritual platform. But due to Kali Yuga, it is not possible to execute the rules and regulations of these institutions, nor is it possible for the people in general to completely sever relations with their families, in, as the Varnashram institution prescribes. The whole atmosphere is surcharged with opposition. Shall I repeat that? Thank you. The whole atmosphere is surcharged with opposition. In considering this, one can see that the spiritual emancipation for the common man in this age is very difficult. The reason the sages presented this matter to Sri Sutta Goswami is explained in the following verses. Text 12 <clears throat> All blessings upon you, O Sutta Goswami. You know for what purpose the personality of Godhead appeared in the womb of Devaki as the son of Vasudev. Purport Bhagavan means the Almighty God 
who is the controller of all opulences, power, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. He is the protector of his pure devotees. Although God is equally disposed to everyone, he is especially inclined to his devotees. Sat means the absolute truth, and persons who are servitors of the absolute truth are called sattvatas. And the personality of Godhead who protects such pure devotees is known as the protector of the sattvatas. Badram te, or blessings upon you, indicates the sage's anxiety to know the absolute truth from the speaker. Lord Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appeared to Devaki, the wife of Vasudev. Vasudev is the symbol of the transcendental position wherein the appearance of the Supreme Lord takes place. Text 13 Tannak shushushamananam arhasyana nuvart Arhasanga Nuvarnitum Yasyavatado Bhutanam Chimaya Chabhavayacha O Sutta Goswami, we are very eager to learn about the personality of Godhead and his incarnations. Please tell, explain to us those teachings imparted by previous masters, Acharyas, for one is uplifted both by speaking them and by hearing them. Both by speaking them and by hearing them. Purport The conditions for hearing the transcendental message of the Absolute Truth are set forth herein. The first condition is that the audience must be very sincere and eager to hear and the speaker must be in the line of disciplic succession from the recognized Acharya. The transcendental message of the Absolute is not understandable by those who are materially absorbed. Under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master, one becomes gradually purified. Therefore, one must be in the chain of disciplic succession and learn the spiritual art of submissive hearing. In the case of Sutta Goswami and the sages of Naimisharanya, all these conditions are fulfilled because Srila Sutta Goswami is in the line of Srila Vyasadeva and because the sages of Naimisharanya are all sincere souls who are anxious to learn the truth. Thus, the transcendental topics of Lord Sri Krishna's superhuman activities, his incarnation, his birth, appearance or disappearance, his forms, his names and so on are all easily understandable because all requirements are fulfilled. Such discourses help all men on the path of spiritual realization. Text 14 Living beings who are entangled in the complimented living beings 
who are entangled in the complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna, which is feared by fear personified. I'll read that Sanskrit. Apanak Sangsritim Gorang Yanama Vishwashogrinan Tatak Sadyobi Mucheta Yadbibeti Swayambayam Living beings who are entangled in the complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna, which is feared by fear personified. Purport Vasudev, or Lord Krishna, the Absolute Personality of Godhead, is the supreme controller of everything, and as such he is feared by all others. There is no one in the creation. There is no one in creation who is not afraid of the rage of the Almighty. Great Asuras like Ravana, Hiranyakashipu, Kangsa and others who were very powerful living entities were all killed by the personality of Godhead. And the Almighty Vasudev has empowered His name with the powers of His personal self. Everything directly related to Him is identical with Him. It is stated herein that the name of Krishna is feared even by fear personified. This indicates that the name of Krishna is non-different from Krishna. Therefore, the name of Krishna is as powerful as Lord Krishna Himself. There is no difference at all. Anyone, therefore, can take advantage of the holy names of Lord Krishna even in the midst of the greatest dangers. The transcendental name of Krishna, even though uttered unconsciously or by force of circumstances, can help one obtain freedom from the hurdle of birth and death. And we'll stop our reading for tonight. It's almost 45 minutes. And we invite the assembled sages out there in cyberspace to uh, share their reflections on any point that stood out to them during the readings and to have further discussion or whatever. Hare Krishna. First is from Gopakanya Devi Das. Haribo Gopakanya Devi Das. first off the block almost every day. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Jai Ho. The daily panacea for the soul. Hmm. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to His Divine Grace. All glories to these transcendental literatures, especially Srila Prabhupada's divine purports. These purports are the first canto are all, every one of them, classics.
we should read them again and again and again. We are reading them again and again and again. <coughs> but we should never stop Hare Krishna. From Bhaktamatsu. Haribo Bhaktamatsu. Hare Krishna Maharaj, so grateful to be with you hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. And thank you for teaching us the transcendental art of submissive hearing. Well, Hare Krishna, thank you very much. I'm just a peon de delivering the mail. I'm just repeating it as it is found in the book, Hare Krishna. But that's the secret, to repeat it without changing it. From Rati Manjari. Haribo mm. Rati. She says, Jai Guru Maharaj. Jai Ho. Good to see you again. Days and months fly by blissfully hearing and chanting with you, night after night. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you. There's something from Bhakta Jason. Haribo Bhakta Jason. Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for blessing us with this most holy Srimad Bhagavatam. About the, major, about the four major vices regarding speculative gambling of all sorts, does that include any activities that aren't so obvious as gambling? I heard that wasting time is gambling. Is this true? Well, <clears throat> these four are the pillars of, of sinful life. So, of course, there are many activities that spring from these four. Uh, and the last one is sometimes called <clears throat> gambling. What does gambling mean? It means you're trying to get something for nothing. Spin a wheel, and if it comes up a certain number by chance, then you and you put your number, money on the right place, then you get a lot of money. But most people lose all their money by doing it. So that's one form of gambling. The other for, form of gambling is to speculate about things constantly. How things are, what things mean, what the purpose is. If you don't know what the purpose of something is and you just go on speculating about it, you will mislead yourself and you'll mislead everyone else that listens to you into a wrong action. And what is that wrong action? It is doing anything that is not done for the pleasure of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And that's the essence of it. So anything that you do, whatever it is in this world, that is not done for the pleasure of Krishna directly, or the pleasure of his devotees, and the pleasure of devotional service, is sinful. So those four activities, illicit sex, gambling, meat-eating, and intoxication, are the root of all sinful activities which take our minds and our senses away from Krishna, separate us from Krishna. 
cause us to forget Krishna and forget that acting for the pleasure of Krishna is the actual mission of human life. Hare Krishna. And from Bhakta Rupa. Haribo Bhakta Rupa. Thank you for reading, Maharaj. Really like the point you repeated about hearing and explaining being more important than reading. I found the knowledge becomes real when you share it with others. Yes, that's the fact. Therefore, the best thing to do is to take these books, read them, and then take them out to people and give them to people and get them to give something in return because that's the principle of sacrifice. If they give something in return, it completes the sacrifice and therefore it's easier for them to taste to read and to understand and taste the nectar that's in these books Hare Krishna I was thinking to make a proposal to the uh, devotees who are promoting this campaign to increase the reading of Srila Prabhupada's books which I am also a person who has been promoting this for many years in my re in my offerings to Prabhupada and in meetings and such. And I've been thinking lately that it's not enough just to convince people to read or to study Prabhupada's books, but they should hear them and then explain them to others. Or in other words, they should hear and then apply the books in their own uh, character. The books are for reforming the character of the reader. So it's not just a matter of information content and learning the information content. Anyone can do that. All the high high level universities are teaching people to learn, repeat, and then once they get their degree and a piece of paper, then they forget everything. And they really learn how to live in the world by, by working, by living, by working and living. Anyway, Hare Krishna. There's so much to say about that, but that's what comes to my mind. Hare Krishna. Rasika Shirmani has something he wants to say. I uh, am relishing <coughs> the uh, the truth that was spoken in the purports this evening, that uh, that the holy name of Krishna is none different from Krishna, and when we associate with the holy name, we're actually associating with the Lord Himself. And then I think that um, I think it's in the first canto coming up in some of the one of the chapters ahead of this that it says that uh, uh, associating with the right mood of hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam is the same as being in the personal, uh, pre the form of Krishna's original personal form, that you get the same benefit. Yes, it's non-different. Non-different, and I just, uh, I don't know, I'm contemplating on that, and how much we should actually desire to be there 
uh, in the Lord's presence. Well, we get, we, we get the desire by hearing, mm. by being with Krishna, by associating with Krishna. We get the desire to be, be with Him. We increase our desire to be with Him. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Rati Manjari. Hari Rati, Hari Krishna. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. I was also thinking tonight that these verses, as well as the purports, are so foundational and they sound mighty and full of truth. I also marveled at the combination of Srila Prabhupada's compassion and his ability to call out the faults of modern society without compromise. Yes. How much he knows. Yes. Yes, it not, it's not that it sounds true. It is true. Sometimes people who are very expert at juggling words can make things sound true. And uh, when I was, when I was, well, I guess I was, a little grown up, I was in university in California. This must have been in the nineteen, the early nineteen sixties or mid nineteen sixties. You know, there was a famous philosopher named Alan Watts, and the idea then was among us, you know, seekers, was that if a person could speak in such a way that you couldn't understand a word that he said then you should study that person because that must mean that they know more than you do. So I, one, one day he came to UCLA where I was attending university. And so I said, well, I'll go to see him, you know. And I went to see him. Sure enough, couldn't understand a word he, he was saying. And then he invited us back into the green room, which is the green room where they prepare themselves before they go on the stage and speak. So I, I, I took the invitation, I went with him, and he was, you know, just nothing but gobbledygook. And then all of a sudden, he reached in his pocket, he picked out a flask and started drinking. I don't know what it was in, I don't know what he was drinking, but it, it, in a few minutes he was soused. And therefore I understood that this is just a joke. It's just a joke. It's, he's cheating the people, he's misleading the people, he hasn't the foggiest idea what he's talking about. And that's why you can't understand him. And as soon as I met Prabhupada, I understood, oh, here's a person who not only makes everything clear so you can understand, but that you can actually know what the truth is. That's how far fallen the Kali Yuga has become. And that's why one of the verses of purport said that even if one is sincere seeker, he's misled by miscreants and, and charlatans and, you know, mischief mongers, you know. Hare Krishna. So yes, Rati, this, these purports are classic Srila Prabhupada. Giving the uncompromised truth. But he says it in such charming way that it makes it more palatable and easier to digest. Hare Krishna. 
Om Ananda Murti Devi Dasi. Hari Bolananda Murti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's transcendental reading of Srila Prabhupada's books. It is so encouraging to hear more and more about this Srimad Bhagavatam. Yesterday, six devotees, including three new devotees, chanted on the street and did book distribution. Mm. I have distributed ten Bhagavad Gita's. Mm. Many people heard the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Very nice. After that, we had Bhagavad Gita reading, which we've con- which we've continued five years, every month. Very good. There are ten people gathered and chanted together. It was a great pleasure to gather and chant together. Very nice. All are happening by the mercy of all Acharyas. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Nandamurti, for this ongoing report of your daily preaching activities. It's wonderful. And if you just keep doing this, this is what Prabhupada's main, one of Prabhupada's main instructions was you keep doing the right thing in the same place day after day, day after day. And eventually it will grow into something big. Sometimes it doesn't because we stop doing it for whatever reason. We disagree with one another on how we should do it. Kali Yuga is so, un- we're so unfortunate as it's, we just dis- heard in the Bhagavatam. The, un, the, un, the inauspicious qualities of people of this age. Therefore, they're always uh, opposing one another and not letting anything go forward progressively. And progressively doesn't mean to break down barriers of morality and be able to do whatever you feel like doing. That's not progressive. Progressive means to get a better, clearer understanding of who we are, what the world is, what the purpose is, and what the goal is. That's the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. So I can't encourage you more to just keep doing what you're doing, uh, Ananda Murti. And eventually you will build a yatra there. Hare Krishna. More from Bhakta Rupa? Yes, Bhakta Rupa. I really like the way the sages petition petition the knowledge. I'm not smart enough to summarize what exactly they've said. From what I've heard from what I heard they begin by glorifying Sutta's qualification and then proceed to explain the great need for the Bhagavatam in the age of Kali. It's almost like they are using persuasive methods to incite his speaking the Bhagavatam. Yes, this this is you know, there's there's two sides to successful communication of all levels. We use the example of the, uh, you know, the internet or telephone or radio, some media. If you have a powerful transmitter that's that's giving us a, a strong signal, but you don't have a device which is working properly, then you don't get the picture or you don't get the sound clearly. So it's the same with spiritual life. There has to be a person who is actually uh, properly motivated and knowledgeable enough to uh, 
communicate, articulate the, the knowledge in the scriptures without changing it, but in a, in a manner that is uh, enjoyable by the, by the ris- listener. And there have to be people who are submissive and respectful in hearing. This was the point that came out to me most of all in the reading today was how we need to inquire, but we should inquire for a deeper understanding, not in a challenging spirit. This argumentative mood to try to challenge the speaker and defeat his thought in order to establish another thought that is not according to uh, scripture is the bane of human civilization. It is causing so many people to lose faith in God, to lose faith in the laws of nature, in the infrastructure that has been set up by by God. Uh, and by their misbehavior, they're causing disturbances, and then they're blaming, you know, the designer. <laughs> so this is what makes it's so difficult to spread Christian consciousness in this age of Kali. It is difficult, and therefore the rewards for giving oneself completely to this service of trying to explain people the truth and inspiring them to take up devotional service, that's why it's so endearing to Krishna, because that's what he wants. He wants the souls, the fallen conditioned souls, to come back to the spiritual world, to be with Him. He's complete. But the only thing He doesn't have is the love of a few of His souls. And I say His souls because we all belong to Him, as do our the elements that make up our bodies and our minds and everything else that we you know, used to uh, live comfortably in this material world. Hare Krishna. From Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Yes, Guru Maharaj. Srila Prabhupada's love for us as souls comes through his words, and that makes it somehow very appealing to hear him. Even though he keeps pointing out the main things we have built our lives around. Sorry, even though he keeps pointing out that the main things we have built our lives around are illusory and leading us in the wrong direction, which would ordinarily be painful and something we do not wish to hear. Reading or hearing Srila Prabhupada is mystical, like an ongoing operation on my heart and consciousness. I pray to be drawn to it again and again. Thank you for facilitating these sublime readings. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. And what you're doing by going out and distributing books and going out and chanting the holy name and showing people how blissful it is uh, is extremely important. Please continue. Don't ever stop. You'll get everything from doing that. Hearing, just like Prabhupada just said, Hearing and explaining is more important than reading and studying. Hare Krishna. 
So we'll close our daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books now and pray that everyone comes back and promotes this uh, daily reading on the Facebook or whatever it's called now, Meta World, whatever. And also uh, the YouTube, you know, uh, channel of the same name, Daily Readings of Srila Prabhupada's Books. Those who, due to time differences or whatever, uh, can't come to the, the, the live readings, they can always catch up with the readings uh, because they're all uploaded onto YouTube in a channel of the same name. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Samabira Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo Thanks very much. See you tomorrow night. Same, same time, same place, same topic. Now the Bhagavatam is going to unfold in front of our ears. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow. Hari Bo.